0: It's not about owning a business. It's really about imagining something and realizing, okay, there is a possibility that I can create that thing in my imagination. Okay, let's work towards it.
1: hi everyone welcome back to a brand new episode of the university podcast if you're listening to this today it means that you're a student of life you're hungry for information hungry for knowledge and probably seeking to become the best version of yourself each month we invite a remarkable human being we talk about their journey and their ideas and try to learn as much as we can Now, when you think of becoming the best version of yourself, you probably think of things like increasing your knowledge, developing your skills, fulfilling your potential. And those things are all correct. But recently we came across someone that gave us a new perspective. His name is Lothar Degana, he's 29 years old and the founder of a company called Bevoy. It's a company focused on preventive health, giving you scientific insights into exactly what is going on in your body, using your DNA, blood and microbiome samples. We had a short discussion with him to find out more about his story and his vision on what it means to be the best version of yourself. Today's episode was recorded at Vonder. Vonder is a co-living residence in Wilrijk, Belgium, which offers you the privacy of a fully furnished studio, but also the company of warm and open-minded housemates that you can meet in the common areas like the lounge and the garden. A really cool concept, especially now when our social contacts are so limited. Visit their website www.founder.be, that's F O N D E B-E, for more information. Welcome to the show, Lothar. How are you?
0: Thanks a lot, Aristide. I'm very
1: good. Yeah, glad I could join you today. Yeah, I'm happy to see you. Happy to meet you in uh, in person. I'm very excited to speak to you today to find out more about your entrepreneurial journey. Uh, you've you've done quite a few things uh, up until today, especially your last venture, your current venture, BVOY, which is particularly interesting around preventive health and how you know that can help you become the best version of yourself. So I'm really excited to to talk about that. But before we dive into that, as you know, the very first question we always ask is how you would describe the human being that you are without mentioning anything that has to do with your profession.
0: Okay. The human being behind (laughs) Lothar. I love people. I love being with them. I love ideas. I love working on ideas. I love to change things in life and in the world. And I'm generally a very optimistic person. I must say that Having a lot of passions and working on a lot of different things is something that motivates me in life. And I would not want to do it alone. Yeah. So if I can bring joy and laughter and be part of it, it makes me happy at the end of the day.
1: And you have a quite a peculiar story because, you know, lots of, uh, you know, most of us, we were at school, we were studying, and we were, you know, trying to get our, our degrees and not sure what we we're going to do with our lives. You were one of those kids who uh, uh, straight away, uh, from what I can find online at least, had this feeling that you wanted to get into entrepreneurship and that you, you know, you really uh, you really went for it. I started your, your first business. How old were you when, when you did that? It depends on what you define a business, but yeah. the first
0: official business was uh, during my uh, university studies. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to know how, when did you know how did you know that that's what you you wanted to do to uh, you know start uh, start a business? First of all, I want to address that
0: people who seem to have everything in order most of the times do not. So for me as well, when I was a student it wasn't that I knew I was going to succeed in entrepreneurship. As a person, I tend to be sometimes a bit chaotic, meaning I love to do different things. And it wasn't any different during my studies. So next to studying civil engineering and computer science, I was more interested in setting up my own business. And it gave me a lot of insights that Focus is important because if you do the two at the same time, it's practically impossible to be the best at both. But secondly, to answer on your question, when did I knew I was an entrepreneur? I guess it always was part of my identity, meaning I love solving problems. I love to create value. And for me, that is entrepreneurship, whether you exchange it for money or for love or for, or for uh, laughter. Uh, The moment you want to create and you want to create value, uh, you start becoming an entrepreneur. And as a kid, I already had fun in organizing parties, uh, organizing ski trips, um, buying cell phones on eBay and selling them to friends or just random stuff that would maybe not instantly make you an entrepreneur but what I feel like is basic values of an entrepreneur. And what does that concretely mean to me or what does that precisely mean to me is that when you realize that the world is dynamic and you can create your own universe, you start becoming an entrepreneur. And it's not about owning a business. It's really about imagining something and realizing, okay, there is a possibility that I can create that thing in my imagination. Okay, let's work towards it. And I think one of the most lovely things is that when you have that idea that you can work towards it, and you can see it in real life. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, that's <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk about today. Pivoting—it's yes. the hard thing as well yeah. because most of the times your imagination is not <laughs> what happens in reality. Yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah, you mentioned pivoting. Uh, you've, you know, for the people who don't know you, you've had, um, you know, you've had different. Uh, businesses up until uh, today could you tell us a bit about about uh, your track record so what, which kind of businesses did you did you start for people to to get an impression of that
0: during my studies i started skilly uh, with two friends and we rented out ski clothing for kids the main reason is it costs a lot those uh, those clothes kids outgrow them and uh, you only go skiing or most of the people only go skiing once a year so for us, it seemed much more logical to rent them out because you got a higher sur- service for a lower price. Uh, it made it made much more sense. In summertime, we uh, rented out festival gear. So we went to different festivals, mainly international festivals, where we set up tents and um, made sure that when festival goers went there that they had everything uh, in place, uh, beers were, were, were served cold, and when they left the festival, they didn't need to pack anything. Just like Skilly, it had a s- circular economy ID behind it of less spillage, but not only less spillage, a better service uh, yeah. as well. So higher quality goods and better service. Yeah. So that's the, the, the first business. I learned a lot uh, out of it. I had the, the, the luck as well to become Student Entrepreneur of the Year, which opened uh, some gates and uh, a network in the end, we decided to liquidate the business because we weren't able to survive. The three of us yeah, on, the, on the revenue of the business or the profits better of the business. I learned a lot out of it. And second business, there are some detours that I made, but was in the energy business, uh, HD Energy in Brissol, where we installed solar panels on people's roofs. And the big idea was to, 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 to lower <laughs> the cost for people to, to install um, solar panels or, or to, to, to get access to green energy. So we installed solar panels on people's roofs and sold the electricity to the inhabitants. For a lower price than the big energy companies. And after a while, they became owner of the uh, complete installation. In Brussels, we had a a similar business model where we stayed owner of the solar panels for 10 years. And after 10 years, uh, the inhabitants got the solar panels for free. And even during the 10 years, they got free energy. The reason we could facilitate such a business model was because the government supports. Green energy in Brussels.
1: Yeah, so basically, you would like if I had a a house with a you know roof, then you would come to me and say, okay, these are uh, solar panels. Can we put them up on your roof? Uh, And then I get free energy. And what was then the business model on your side? Um, so in Flanders, we
0: got paid by selling you electricity. And in Brussels, we got paid by the government through a green okay. subsidy yep. uh, certificates. And for us, it was awesome because the people who we allowed to have green energy would normally never install solar yep. panels. It was a very interesting period for me as well. Over the course of three years, we uh, grew the company enormously and I had the luck of doing a corporate venture with an industrial player that in the end bought all my shares which allowed me to have yeah, a first success story if yeah. you could call it like that in entrepreneurship
1: uh, I, I think mm-hmm. in the beginning of, of the conversation you mentioned that you like uh, solving problems and when you look at the the ventures that you've had until now it's always been you know a very particular problem that you've tried to solve uh, I'm always curious to know is that, like is that something that you you know found out from a user perspective that it was missing and you you went looking for it and then you built it yourself or how did the how was the idea born each time
0: i must say it is a growing process so the more you solve problems the easier you get to see them and the more interesting problems you know that you need to solve what do I mean with that? It's you can solve a problem by looking for something very complex and simplifying it. But if nobody cares about it, why should you do it? Second is, if you see someone who has a very big frustration, crying or very angry, and you can change things, um, that they will start to laugh and be happy, okay, something interesting over there. What's important in problem solving for me is that the problem is big enough, and with skili, for example, people who went skiing didn't really have the problem of buying gear because they are, most of them, wealthy enough to buy ski clothing. Uh, on the other hand, when you look at the energy market, that's something that everyone needs. Yeah. So I could ring any door in Flanders and start explaining what's up. And I think that's a big takeaway for me, that you should not always try to be extremely innovative in finding problems and creating an app for I don't know what. But sometimes keep things simple and focus on stuff that you do every day. For example, we sleep every day. If yeah. you make sure that the quality gets better, nice. We move from place A to B every day. If you can invent an Uber that makes it easier and lowers the cost, very good. We eat every day. If you can make it healthier, etc. And the energy part is an aspect in it. And for example, with b health Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, as, is it as well Yeah, because we live every day and <laughs> i hope yeah. um, we can keep it healthy yeah
1: um, and you you talked about uh pivoting for the people who don't know what it means to pivot is to to turn to to rotate to to change direction basically you're now on your third venture and i think uh, for, for me particularly pivoting is something that it's really fascinating to find out when to do it and uh, because on one side when you have an idea you want to go all the way until the end that you don't want to give up uh, and on the other side you want to you know if it fails you want to be able to move on and, and, and you know do it in a better way or do something else now w- which you know how how was that for you? First of all, you know when when did you decide that okay this is maybe not what I want or this is not um, you know successful in the extent that I want it to be and I need to move on. When did you know? And and my second question is then, h- which ad- advice would you give to people who are you know probably today you know hesitating if they should stick to it or uh, change to something else?
0: Let me first start off with. It's hard to throw away a sunk cost. So if you do something and it doesn't work out, it's not easy to throw it away. So my first advice would be, if you know things are not going very well, skip faster than you should. I can name a dozen of things that I've done too long in my life. On the other hand, don't skip too fast because if you do not take the hard road, if you do not push yourself to the limit, (laughs) then you will not have the experience further in life, only regret. So there are two sides in it. If you think, okay, I've given everything and this is not going the way I want to, okay, dare to quit.
1: And when did you, then when, how did you know? How did you know there was time to move on?
0: I always think that it's a very difficult question to say, when did I know to move on? There are a lot of circumstances that push you towards it and you need to see it for yourself. When do you need to quit your studies, for example? When do you need to stop your business? Um, When is it time to sell your business? Uh, When do you need to start something new? I think it's a combination of the restrictions in life, financially, emotionally, physically even. Can I progress with this? Am I not doing something stupid over here? And what helped for me is to talk with a lot of people because it's makes you see much clearer. If you have a lot of issues in deciding whether I should continue or not, and you start discussing honestly with people you trust or mentors, you will know whether you are bullshitting yourself or whether the right decision is to continue or to, to quit. The danger lies in going 300 miles an hour and not realizing where you are at the moment and just go, 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 not not being present, because that's a moment that you can oversee it and crash against the wall. And if you crashed against the wall, you will make the decision eventually yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to, to quit
1: most of the time. Yeah. But it's even better to be a step yeah. ahead. Today, your current venture is called b which, if I'm not mistaken, stands for uh, Best Version of Yourself. Best Version of Yourself. Best Version of Yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell us about tell us about voy For someone who's never heard of it, what is B-boy?
0: BVOY stands for best version of yourself, and that's immediately the promise we make towards our customers. We want to make the best version out of them. And how do we do that? Well, we give them health advice proactively. We want to help them towards a healthy lifestyle based on their DNA, blood, and microbiome. Microbiome are the bacteria that live in our body. Everyone eats and sports every day, some people diet. And we know that we are unique, but we do not behave on that uniqueness. So what we are trying to do with Bivoy is give you insights in your uniqueness. How do your genes look like? How, what are your blood values? How do your microbes influence you? And how are they all influenced by your lifestyle? And once you understand yourself by testing, you can work or act more effectively on the fact that you are unique. Meaning that with less effort, you get greater output. Our lives are so busy nowadays that we cannot eat healthy every time and uh, sport every moment. So it's much more interesting to know what things we need to focus on than to constantly do everything right.
1: What I, I liked about it is was the preventive aspect uh, because usually, you know, when you feel unwell or when you, you go to the doctor and you, and you see someone and they tell you that there's an issue with uh, certain vitamins or, you know, certain things that you do that are not healthy, that's when you act. But I really like the, the the preventive side of it. Uh, um, like you said, you know, everyone is, is is unique and, you know, you have to take your vitamins, but my body probably needs a different doses than, than, than your body. Um, I'm, I'm curious, you know, before we talk about the exact science, uh, you know, how did you, uh, how did you come up with this idea and why did you, why was it important for you to, to start a business around it?
0: It is awesome to feel great every day and to wake up refreshed and to be focused and don't have too much stress and fall asleep like a rose in the night. But in reality, it's not like that. Sadly enough, when we look deeper into our bodies, we can bring everything back to biochemical reactions. And it intrigues me that the system around us, food, sleep, our mental state, trigger those biochemical reactions in such a way that we behave differently. If we at Beaver could be able to give you a feedback system to understand yourself and make sure that on average you have better days, meaning feel energized, have less stress, etc., then it will indirectly impact that preventive health. So the preventive health part is hard to convince people because you don't see it immediately. Uh, That's why reactive health or when you have a symptom and you want to do something about it, for example, you have a headache, okay, you want to do something immediately because you want to be relieved out of it. While preventive health, it's a lot harder. On the other hand, who doesn't want to feel good every day? So if you focus more on those goals, and that's what we do at bivoy and preventive health is a result uh, of it, or the prevention of chronic diseases is, is a result, oh, that's Awesome! As, w- as that's awesome that it's it's yeah. a result of
1: it. Like I said, I really liked the uh, uh, the concept uh, uh, behind it. Uh, now, what you you mentioned, uh, what you test is the the blood, the DNA, the microbiome. Why did you choose those three aspects to start with? Because I know you have bigger ambitions as well. But why did you choose those three? And what is what what is exactly the the science behind it? And why people why it's important for people to know the results of those tests.
0: Yes, we started with three big groups. Your genes are something that's given to you by your father and your mother and which impact you every day. They give you a probability of things. For example, the probability of being able to process vitamins or the probability of uh, having a lot of power in your muscles, uh, the probability of becoming obese. So it's a probability game that you get informed about. So that's why we we choose the the gene game, the DNA. Then second, uh, your blood values are something that shows your actual status. How are things going with you right now? The difference between a doctor and bivoy is that we preventively inform people what does every value mean and how can you act upon it. What if it's too high? What What if it's too low? Which foods contain it? Etc. So we want to give people insights on that part and it's an important parameter. And then thirdly, it's the microbiome, the bacteria that live in our bodies. It's a fairly new science, but very promising. Our intestines are called our second brain, and they impact our mood, they impact our energy levels, and of course they, 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 our intestines, they process our food, so they are actually the way we get fueled. And the microbiome is something that isn't incorporated in the current health system and that's why there lies an opportunity for Bivoy to make it accessible to to consumers because we do not reinvent those tests there are different laboratory that we partner with and we make sure that it's accessible towards the consumer and that it's comprehensible for the consumer
1: good that you mentioned the comprehensible because um maybe now we can speak about the the exact process uh, because you you do these tests but what's the what's the exact what can people expect what's the the service exactly
0: so people go to bvoi.live and order a test kit online and they will receive a home test kit uh, where they can Take a saliva sample for DNA, a stool sample for the microbiome, and a blood sample with an easy finger prick uh, for the, the, the blood sample. Those samples are sent to our partner laboratory and are analyzed. After they are analyzed, you get access to an online platform where you can see your results, And you get tips and advice on how you can improve them, what's the information, etc. The cool thing is that you can work upon those advices uh, and those tips and retest yourself on a later basis to see
1: whether it actually worked. And what are a few of the things that can then come out of those tests and those uh, recommendations?
0: In total, there are over uh, 70 insights that you get from the different reports, so it's hard to mention all of them. Uh, But for example, one of our uh, latest customers uh, saw out of their DNA that they weren't that good in processing salt for example. So she knew that uh, she needed to change the way she cooked over there. She also saw that she was more an endurance person than she was a power person, which showed her which type of sports are perfect for her. Uh, She learned as well that she was highly sensitive to caffeine, making sure that she shouldn't drink caffeine too late at night she saw that she was uh, very sensitive to injuries, which made her stretch a bit longer. On the other hand, she saw that she had a vitamin D deficiency and some other deficiency in her, in her vitamins, which made her change her diet in terms of getting more of those vitamins into her body. And uh, she thought she had a certain intestinal problem, but by analyzing her microbiome she saw that there was a bad balance between two bacteria which she could act upon through once again a change in in, in food a change in diet
1: yeah I, I really like that example because it it makes sense you know when you speak about the uh, best version of, of yourself when you know that about your body when you know that about your system that uh, you know your, your last coffee shouldn't be after uh, one o'clock for instance uh, uh, those kind of things then it can really help you to to live your life in a way that uh, you can indeed be the best version of yourself, meaning having the right energy to do everything you want to do, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. And we keep adding tests and we want to complete the b aspect because it's not only blood, DNA and microbiome and lifestyle questions. There are a lot of different tests that can help you as well.
1: And what does it mean for you personally and to be the best version of yourself? What does it mean for you?
0: B-Boy for me means that I feel great every day and I'm able to perform as I want to in terms of loving people around me, being happy, making sure that I create value throughout the day. And how b touches this is that in a b world, the system around me is constructed in such a way that it enables me to do it so that I get the right food, get the right movement, get the right drinks, the right people around me in order to have a great mindset and move forward
1: so it's almost like a dream world that i am presenting here the image that i have the analogy that i have in my mind right now is like the you know the electric car and that you want to be you know fully charged every day and and that b is actually the way to find out how to make sure you are fully charged every day right
0: definitely definitely
1: and when you look at b What's your, you, you mentioned that uh, you have the blood, uh, the DNA, the microbiome today, and you're looking to expand in the future. What are your, your wildest dreams for Bevoid? What do you hope to achieve?
0: I really hope to achieve a kind of self-learning platform where people are able to act upon the best way they can uh, in terms of what's good for me as a person a kind of educational system that gets to know you so better than you do yourself we get a lot of education until we are 18 or or maybe a a bit longer but after that it's not that you get a real scientific system that helps you move forward you need to find out for yourself yeah so that's my product dream, on the other hand, of course, I would love to go global <laughs> with mm-hmm. bevoy and make sure that everyone
1: knows about it and everyone uses it. If we bring enough value, we might yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. For, uh, I, th- I think that it's there's so much potential there. I think that we're still very early, in my opinion, we're still very early in our knowledge of our own personal body. So the science is very has gone very far, but of our own personal body, I feel that we're still very early it's like uh, you know comparing when people used to smoke and not knowing that it's bad for them i think now looking at our own body there's still so much that we do which are are not necessarily bad but for our own personal body are not optimal for our energy and 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 uh, you know for us to 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 feel the way we should be able to feel to do everything that we want to do so uh, i think there's a huge potential there to have like a kind of dashboard where you have like a, a live view of your of your system So I think that it could definitely help uh, a lot of people. Now, you know, one of the things that I know uh, from from our previous conversation that you're you're also passionate about is like the the reality of of entrepreneurship, because there's always like this hip word, you know, being an entrepreneur. But I know that you always like to, you know, make clear that it's not like you see on the YouTube videos all the time. If you could, you know, have like a few minutes where you could share with the world like the the reality of entrepreneurship for people who are looking to get into it, what would you tell them?
0: I would tell them there's a big difference between what's in your head and what's in reality. And the best way to check it is to go into reality after you've... Made up your mind and iterate a lot between the mind game and the reality game. Because if you stay too long in your room drawing stuff, um, you will be disappointed by reality. Well, if you check reality a lot, okay, you can you can change up. What's awesome about entrepreneurship is that you create something that you imagine. What can be hard is that there are a lot of doubts that go with it. So it's very normal as an entrepreneur to doubt yourself and doubt your, your business idea and talk about it with uh, a lot of people and persevere in and, and believe that the journey that you're going through or the way you are going through the journey is uh, most important. If you believe in the process meaning I work hard, I have a great team around me, I am open for changes on uh, my ID, I listen to my customers, I am willing to go the extra mile where other people st- uh, stop. If you thrust in the process, then it's okay to doubt. What I mean with that is everyone will have doubts. It's, it's a hard topic to talk about because the reality of entrepreneurship has the ups and the downs at the same time and I love to talk about the good things about entrepreneurship but the interesting thing is that if you talk about the bad stuff of entrepreneurship you can actually help people move forward and I know there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there or people who want to do stuff that doubt their self or are scared to do things. And I just want to say it's normal. Even the greatest uh, entrepreneurs have, have doubts about what they do. The most important thing is that you believe in yourself and believe in the process that you are going through. And as long as you give everything you have, even though it isn't on its maximum all of the time, it's Okay relax, enjoy the, the journey, at least you will not have to regret it at the end of your life and be like, oh, I wish I did that. One of the hardest hardest thing I found for myself is that in reality, things go a lot slower than they go in t- in your mind. You may have the perfect business idea with the perfect theoretical framework where the price is right or the service is better. But if you, for example, are not able to enter the market or are not able to show your product to the right people, it gets frustrating because you have the idea that you have an awesome project, but it doesn't pick up. And to be honest, a lot of the time it just needs patience and perseverance. And again, if you believe in the process with enough patience and perseverance, you will get there.
1: Lothar, thanks a lot for, for sharing all of that. Like nice. I said, I, I really love the, the concept of of bevoy uh, You know, our podcast is also built uh, around uh, being the best version of yourself. And uh, I really love to see how many layers there are uh, to that. Uh, so there's the knowledge aspect, but what you are doing, the, the, the physical, the, the health uh, aspects, I feel is equally as important. Uh, you know, we've all had days where we're, we're tired and we're having headaches and then you know, you're not going to touch that book and you're not going to press play on that podcast, right? So um, I think that what you're doing is really important and I want to thank you for that. Uh, thank you for, for being on the show. My um, now, you know that, you know, we, we don't let you off the hook uh, so fast. Uh, we always end the episode with uh, the same question, right? And that is that if you could give everyone who's listening today one final tip or life advice, what would that be and why? I would love to keep it simple, and
0: say, get your ass out of the sofa. Just go and do stuff that you love, whether it's painting or making music or talking to people, having fun. As long as you get that blood
1: flowing, you will do something interesting. Awesome! I like that. We're gonna get our ass off this chair. So, <laughs> thanks again, Lothar. Uh, good luck with everything, and I uh, hope to see you soon again. Thank you for organizing this podcast. I hope. It inspires a lot of people. Hi, everyone. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for making it all the way until the end of the episode. I hope you gained value from this conversation. And if you don't already, please give us a follow on Instagram via our handle at NeverNotLearning. You can also follow us on our LinkedIn by searching for The University Podcast. Julie, Daphne, Lane and I are very happy to connect with you. So please feel free to reach out as we would love to discuss your thoughts on this episode. Thanks again for listening. And as always, keep learning.